Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. All right, welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. Bob Leahy here with Pastor Chris. Um, We are going to touch a little bit on something Pastor Chris spoke about just this past Sunday about the fivefold ministry. Um, You know, fivefold ministry being pastors, evangelists, apostles, prophets, and teachers. Um, So, Chris, I would love for you to expand more on that. Like, I feel like. Each one of those individually overlap with each other. It's really hard to really understand like what the difference is between those five um, five folds, I guess you would call mm-hmm. it. Um, so yeah, just you know, you, you touched on it briefly on Sunday, but I felt like you know we really should dive in a little more to those because there's so much depth there. I feel like you know it could be a sermon series in yeah. itself. So um, yeah, can you sort of help? What let's just start out kind of like what is what do you see as the differences in those five? Yeah, the, you know what's interesting is that Paul at any one time will refer to a teacher, teach, preach, evangelize. What we don't, I think a lot of us m- really miss is how profound this verse is in Ephesians chapter 4 and uh, verse 11, where he, he groups them together. He puts them together and then goes on in his teaching, but never prior had they ever been grouped together as uh, something that God gave to the church. So the verses before verse 11 is a reference to a psalm where it seems a little confusing about how God ascended on high, led the captive captives, captives, and he led captive the captives. Boy, that's hard to say. (laughs) Say that three times really fast. And he gave gifts to people. The idea is that the victory that Jesus won for us, that he dispossessed the enemy of his power and then gave power to God's people through his death and resurrection. And so his gift to the church as a result of his victory is this fivefold ministry apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, or shepherds and teachers. And what I think we need to understand is that these gifts permeate the body. It permeates the body of Christ. They are given to us not as an option, but as a necessity. Because Mm -hmm. in verse 12, it says that these fivefold ministers are supposed to equip the saints. They're supposed to get the saints ready to do the work of ministry, but to also become mature. So they play a very important part organically in the growth of the church versus it just being like a job, like, oh, you're a, you're a teacher. Okay, get up in the pulpit and teach, <laughs> Yeah, you know? Or, oh, you're an evangelist. Get out there in the street and start telling people about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And those are the classic ways that we look at it, right? I mean, yeah. you know, you've been a Christian for how long? <laughs> uh, 20 years, 21 years. Right. 
So in growing up, did you ever, like some of the, the church that you grew up in, did they ever, did you have a special speaker, a guest speaker that was maybe a prophet or a guest speaker that was an evangelist? Yeah, occasionally we would have guest speakers come um, and speak, uh, and each one kind of had different, you know, different um, giftings, and mm-hmm. some you could definitely tell were very uh, theologically gifted in their, mm-hmm. their teachings and stuff, and other ones more... Um, prophetic mm-hmm. uh and spirit driven and right. um it really would kind of dictate how the service went you yeah. know whether you're sitting there taking notes quietly mm-hmm. like focused in mm-hmm. or whether you're engaging and participating right. in on the service um so yeah it's it's pretty interesting to see that just those different giftings really can change uh, the congregation as a whole and how we participate on Sunday mornings, depending on who's leading the the service and their gift set. Right. And those speakers that came into our churches, me growing up in the faith, prophets, I mean, that was profound. My life was altered theologically, spiritually. But that is almost a modern-day view or version of these fivefold ministries. Paul didn't identify like key individuals. He just said, look, he gave some to be these people. Now, some would say like a person is an apostle, like capital A apostle, Mm. but that's not what Paul is talking about in the sense of like an office of an apostle. As much as this individual has this gifting that has been given to him so that in the body he can do things that cause it to grow up. And so on Sunday, I talked about how the apostles were the foundation layers. They were the ones that would say, hey, we heard there's some activity going on over in the city. Let's go over there. They weren't necessarily evangelists, although they could evangelize and teach all those things, Mm -hmm. but their number one goal was, hey, let's establish a foundation here. This is good ground for the work of ministry. A prophet is someone that has a vision. Yes, it can be a thus saith the Lord, the Lord has shown me, or just says, hey, I think and I see something happening here, that that's just a gift Mm. that that other people in the group or other people on the team just didn't see. An evangelist is that oracle, the person that calls out to those who are not saved to be saved. Pastors, as I said on Sunday, they're the coaches. They gather people and they coach them and they embrace them and they shepherd them and they tell them, here, you stand here, you do this. And then a teacher is an instructor. The teacher Mm -hmm. helps us understand through the word what it is that God is saying to us, what he has said to us. And so all of these guys work in tandem. They work together. These men and women are not necessarily identified and have a name tag as much as their giftings permeate the body so they can grow up. Yes, I believe we should have guest speakers, let's say a prophet. Mm-hmm. And again, I've gone to meetings that uh, a guy stood up and just prophesied over me and it changed my life. But what I'm really arguing for is that everyone in the church looks at their spiritual gifting and says, what can I do to help equip the saints? Mm, what, can, what can I do to help repair people? What can I do to help people have the energy to do some type of Mm. work in the church? It's interesting is that when Paul says here in um, verse 12, uh, 
equipping the saints for the work of ministry. This word ministry is uh, the Greek word where we get our, our, our word deacon. And if you grew up in a kind of an organized church, I mean, what's a deacon? Yeah. It's like an associate pastor of some sort. Yeah, they, they do the practical work. It's yeah. kind of like Stephen was appointed by the apostles. Remember when the Hellenistic Jews were being overlooked, and, they, and the apostles said, look, we're not here to serve tables. So find somebody among you who's full of the Holy Spirit that will take care of this. And so mm. we see these deacons, same Greek word, they get up and they make sure that everybody is taken care of. And so... All of us are to make sure that everyone is taken care of. But the cool thing is, what's your gifting? What, what is it that you do that could help serve the community? Right. Yeah, I think, you know, looking at, you know, pastor, evangelist, apostle, prophet, teacher, like we all have sort of barriers when we think of that because we have these, you know, what the, the world says or mm-hmm. what we just assume that that word means. Like when you think... I think personally, when I think of evangelist, I think of street preachers right yeah, off the yeah, bat, right? Yeah. And that's just, you know, your definition of it, hearing that, I'm like, I am an evangelist. Like, that's strange. I would never think of myself like that. Mm-hmm. But I love being out in the world and meeting people and mm-hmm. loving on them and, and trying to bring them in to the church body. And so, um, yeah, I think it's just, and even like the, the when we think of a pastor, you know, I think oftentimes we think of this great spiritual teacher, Mm -hmm, somebody mm -hmm. who is like a charismatic leader Mm -hmm. and all that. And, and really like the biblical definition of pastor is to be a shepherd and you're shepherding people. Mm -hmm. Um, and and granted teaching is a part of that, but, um, you know, it's, it's a part of it. It's not the main, main thing. And, you know, I think in all of us in in our, in, in the church, like we all have giftings and we all have abilities here that speak to us that the Lord um, has given us to Mm -hmm. um, really do the work of the ministry. And I think a lot of times we can take those labels and, and use them as barriers because of what What we've seen or what the world has said that that means. Um, and it can really be hard for us to, to dive in. So, I mean, if, if I was personally looking at, at the fivefold ministry, I would say I'm probably more gifted in the pastoring, the shepherd shepherding and the evangelistic Mm -hmm. side. Mm -hmm. Um, so that would be me. I think I know, where your giftings are, but I'm curious, what what do you think? Well, I think, like I said, we see them naturally flow out of a person, but sometimes, and this is where it gets wonderfully spiritual, is that I wouldn't consider myself an evangelist, per se, but, and this happened many years ago, in fact, it was my first trip to Russia. I go there, I was supposed to just teach uh, Russians on how to be small group leaders. So my pastor gift was working. We're driving into town on a bus, and on the wall of this building, there's these posters that, you know, you'd take paste, and you would paste these posters up on the wall. And the guy who's my interpreter says, oh, look, there's your name on that poster. And of course, it was all in Russian. I said, what do you mean? It says, here this week, evangelist pastor Chris Ray is from America. (laughs) And I was like, what? (laughs) He says, oh, yeah. So it had been advertised. The oh, Chris no. Reyes is kind of the evangelist. <laughs> I went to my hotel room that night. I just fell on my knees and cried because I'm not an evangelist. No pressure, right? <laughs> Bob, I had five nights 
five nights I was supposed to do these evangelistic meetings. Oh man. I cried for an hour. Just God, what am I supposed to do? But the gift of evangelism came on me Mm. and I preached five nights and I was like in this bubble. I was just, I'd show up and God just used me. Now I've so never done that since in that, yeah. in that sense, like been the, the, the scheduled evangelist. So sometimes these gifts can actually fall on us if the moment dictates it or it needs it. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's really fun, but it's, mm. that's not common. Most of the time they flow out of our temperaments and who we are. I had a friend, uh, Paul, uh, he called himself a coffee evangelist oh, and he go. used to live here in Chico. And he evangelized so many people, but he would, back when st- the only Starbucks in town was the one downtown, uh-huh. and if you went in there, there was Paul, and he always had a college student that he was just evangelizing, uh-huh. and he, he won so many people to Christ. Cool. Very soft-spoken. You'd never find him in the free, free speech area at Chico State, you know, proclaiming the gospel. Right. So that's the thing is I think the key is that we need to find what it is in us that will help accomplish uh, the equipping of the saints, preparing people for the work of service, and then that the body can become mature. Mm-hmm. That's then where we, like I said, labels can create barriers. That's where we knock those barriers yeah. down. Kind of like you said, seeing evangelist pastor whatever evangelist yeah. <laughs> chris reyes yeah. like you went home and probably wept and you're like yeah. lord i don't know like there's there's a lot of pressure with that and i think sometimes yes. those labels uh really can be barriers i mean even jeff's been giving me a hard time and i always forget to introduce myself when i do announcements on sunday but he's like you need to introduce yourself as uh, on as the a pastor, pastor. Yeah, on, a pastor as a pastoral well. team yeah. and yeah i'm like ah it's it's still like hard for me to like take that title on and he's yeah. like dude you've been doing that work for years like mm-hmm. it's nothing mm-hmm. new yeah and it, you know and and it's just those titles and the the can really create barriers for us to really step into what you know the lord is calling us to do and right. take authority uh in our giftings and so yeah 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 good. so each one of us and i guess i could i would want to end it on this note is that each one of us has gifting but don't be afraid that you'll be labeled. I think I'm, I'm really mm-hmm. glad you brought that up, Bob. For instance, I remember we were helping a person move into their house and they needed light switches put in. They were, had been torn off the wall or whatever it was. And I knew basically which wires went to which wires. And so I did that and I put them and I put the light switches in. Somebody then comes along and saw what I did and they went, Oh, you're an electrician. And I said, no, no, I'm not an electrician. They said, yes, you are, because you did this. Can you now come over here and fix these wires over here? And I said, no, you don't understand. I have the gift to do some things electrically, but I'm not an electrician. And so that's what's refreshing is that you can say, no, I can help. Mm -hmm. I can serve. But I think then... There are those people that are literally, I guess you could say electricians, but they're like, oh, I don't want anybody to know type of thing. <laughs> so it's this conflict that's inside of us. So it's like, find out what it is and don't worry about if somebody tries to put a label on you, just say, well, no, I'm not, you know, not a plumber, but I know how to, you know, fix a pipe type yeah. of a thing. 
So I would just encourage all of you that are listening in, God has gifts flowing through you for the purpose, not to put some type of heavy thing on you, right. as much as, hey, through this gift, you can equip the saints for the work of ministry to build up the body of Christ. Correct. And I think, too, oftentimes when we come into situations where maybe our giftings are needed, you might look over and see Pastor Jeff over there and just think, oh, he's got this. Yeah. He's got, he's the pastor or he's the leader mm-hmm. this, this Sunday. He's the teacher. So he can, he can handle this when in reality, like all of us have these giftings inside of us. That's we all have right. the Holy Spirit that leads us and guides us. And, you know, you don't have mm-hmm. to have a title or uh, be the ultimate uh, evangelist right. to just have a conversation with somebody uh, about the Lord. I mean, sure, there might be certain giftings that you're more um, gifted in, I guess I would yeah, say, yeah. And than others, but that doesn't mean that you're not capable of right. dabbling in some of the other gifts that mm-hmm. the, the Spirit uh, can equip you with. So That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's good. So now we release... All of you who are listening, we release you to go equip the saints for the work of ministry, for the building up of the body. Love it. I love it. All right. Have a good week, everybody. Hey, peace out. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there is anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.